This episode is brought to you by Morty, Buzzshot, Cogs, and Patreon supporters like you. Cogs by Clockwork Dog is an easy-to-use platform for running interactive events, specializing in escape rooms. They have plug-and-play hardware that seamlessly integrates with their software, so you can create a show with lighting and sound cues, all without having to write a single line of code. Map different kinds of inputs and outputs by building up simple logic steps which determine what you want to happen and when. If you're new to immersive tech, COGS is perfect for you. Using simple building blocks, you can create any kind of puzzle in the software and their system will tell the hardware exactly what to do. And if you're a seasoned maker, they have an abundance of tools to expand your capabilities. Create any form of logic by using their expression language. Build your own plugins for external software or hardware and create your own custom content for screens for things like touchscreen gaming. The COG starter set is normally valued at $257, but our listeners can get the starter set today for only $130 with free shipping to the U.S. You can learn more and purchase your COGS starter set at COGS.show. Use code REPOD at checkout. That's R-E-P-O-D. Link and details in the show notes. Welcome to the Reality Escape Pod, your lifeline when you need to get away from the real world. I'm David Spira, alongside my co-host, PG Law. Together, we're exploring immersive gaming, and today we are doing something very different. We are joined by Adel, Aaron, and JPC of the hilarious and brilliant podcast, Hey Riddle Riddle, and we won't be interviewing them because they will be playing The Shop of Theseus, the quirky virtual escape game that Teresa Wagner and I designed with the wonderful Mark Larson. And speaking of Mark, he is also with us to run The Shop of Theseus for the 55th and final time. Welcome, everyone. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having us. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yeah, so this is basically revenge for locking me up in a torture room with Pig Jaw when I was on your podcast a few months ago. Oh, that was PG. us? We did that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that, JPC. We lock you in a dungeon once, shame on you. You lock us in a podcast, shame on us. And just so I know, because the email said we weren't going to be doing an interview because our pre-interview was so boring, but that's not... <laughs> you know what? I'm reading further down the email. It says not to mention this, so never mind. Oh, yeah. Never mind about that. I know you guys have experience with riddles, and do you have a lot of experience with escape rooms, or specifically audio escape rooms? JPC, Aaron, and myself have done at least one podcast that was an audio escape room. And mm -hmm. then JPC and I, maybe three years ago, did a, I believe, an audio escape room recommended by PG and David. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. I was not told that. I was lured <laughs> under false pretenses to go. To I didn't that think audio you'd play. Room. I didn't think you'd play if I told you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way this works for our listeners is. Our lovely Game Master Mark will describe a scenario that you will have to just imagine in your brain, and you'll be solving puzzles and doing some role-playing. It's like a cross between an escape room and a role-playing game. Is there a winner? If right. you want to vote for a winner at the end, that's totally up to you. Great. Yes, I would like to very much, <laughs> and I will be me. Uh, PG, I just want to say, please don't disrespect us by calling our brains brains. They're mind palaces from this point forward. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not mine. <laughs> Aaron has a mind shack. Sorry, she has a mind shack. Thank you. All right. So without further ado, we're going to turn this thing over to Mark, who's going to teach you how to play and then either give you a great time or torture you depending upon your perspective. Hello, and welcome to the Shop of Theseus, an audio escape adventure created specifically for Recon 2023. Before entering the experience, we want to give you a few important tips and tricks. So sit back, grab a bowl of raisinets, and enjoy this short introductory message. If you haven't played an audio escape room before, your narrator will be your room, describing the things you can see, the places you can go, the items you can interact with. You, as a group, will decide what you want to do and try, and your narrator will let you know what happens. Through this back-and-forth dialogue, we'll build this escape room together using the power of imagination. And a few images posted in the text channel. If you ever like to see a larger version of an image, simply click on it. Now, for you escape room veterans out there, this is the part where you probably expected me to tell you all the things you can't do, like climb on the walls and rip out all the wires. But I don't have to worry about your safety or the confines of physics, so let your imaginations run wild. The one thing holding you back is what creative solutions you can dream up. Except uh, one rule. Do not, under any circumstances, summon any flying pigs. They always make a mess. That is the, the one rule. Uh, to prepare, I do recommend you find something to write with. Nothing too big, an old envelope or scratch piece of paper works great. Uh, and finally, you won't need to use any outside resources to solve any of the puzzles today. Uh, if you ever have any questions or want something repeated, don't hesitate to ask your narrator. Uh, they're there to make this experience as fun as possible for your group. Thanks for coming, and have a great time. We're ready to dive in. Any questions, team? Yeah, what if we're not big on raisinettes? <laughs> yeah, I'm a goobers guy myself. Oh, yeah, I'll say. What? Well, it's going to be a rough hour for both of you. <laughs> any other questions? No, no, no. I'm, I'm ready to go. Ready? Let's do it. Let's dive into the shop of Theseus. This is the address you were told, and the sign up front says the Shop of Theseus, but looking through the doors, it's pitch black. You cautiously step inside, excited to partake in another fantastic event at Recon, but inside you smell something burning. The place is a mess. It looks like something exploded. Before you have time to investigate, a voice fills the air. Hey, you must be my Hey Riddle Riddle group right on time. Well... I got a bit of a problem. I was doing one last check in the control room, making sure the game was ready to go for you when I heard this big boom from the lobby. Uh, power went off and, well, you can see what happened. Uh, but don't worry. We just need to get the power back on and we'll be ready to go. Uh, there's a breaker box behind the desk. Uh, use the flashlight on the counter. Oh, and watch where you step. We don't want any injuries for signing the waiver. <laughs> the voice trails off, leaving you in the darkened lobby. You reach over the counter and find a sturdy flashlight. Turning it on, oh, it's amazingly bright, like the sun. You shine it around the room and search the breaker box and find it in the corner. Uh, first thing I do, if I ever smell anything burning, Mark, I immediately check to see if I taste metal. Yeah, you uh, you lick the air, trying to see if you taste any metal, lick yourself a little bit. No, no, no metal taste, luckily. Oh, phew, okay, in the clear. I immediately grab the flashlight. I hold it as high over my head as I can. I say, I'm the flashlight lord. If anyone wants the flashlight, they go through me. <laughs> this, this is going to be so 10 hours. I'm doing this by myself, I think. Uh, sorry, guys. They, they're here to sabotage. <laughs> um, hmm. Let's open that breaker box, huh? Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, you carefully move behind the counter and open the breaker box. Uh, inside, you see one comically large switch. And as you flip it, the lobby lights come to life. You now get a full view of the lobby. 
The floor is covered in this plush shag carpet that squelches with water as you step on it. Ugh. There's a nice waiting area in the corner beside an aquarium and a full wall of merch. And in the opposite corner, a leaderboard is hung on the wall over a small stack of signs with various enthusiastic messages, which sits near a giant vending machine. And in the center of the room is a display that looks like it's recently exploded. The voice from the speaker returns. Hey, nice work on that bonus puzzle. <laughs> uh, last thing, uh, we just need you to complete the waiver. Uh, it's on the tablet attached to the counter. Thanks. You never hear squelch used in a positive way. I just want to <laughs> mention that. Um, we, I guess we grab the waivers now that we can see them. I think we read over them first because we're pretty, pretty well versed in legalese. Yeah, we've been burned before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you head over and grab the waivers. They're mounted to the front desk here with some kind of like steel mount that's bolted to the table. And as you touch it, an empty battery icon blinks in the middle of the screen. Ugh, how typical. An escape room with an uncharged waiver tablet. We go and sit on the couch. Well, we we <laughs> wait for our limo to we come. We want to sit. <laughs> <laughs> You've had too much effort already, you know, walked yeah. around for a good 30 seconds. So you head over to the waiting area. There's these two plush dark blue couches. They're flanking this rectangular coffee table. Uh, on the table, there is a box for a 500-piece jigsaw puzzle, and that very puzzle in the middle of being assembled, but it looks like it's missing at least half of its pieces. Near the puzzle, there's a small directional lock with a tag tied to the shackle. We call it a pig jaw puzzle, but that's fine. It kind of um, doesn't matter that I can tell that it's missing the pieces. I've seen the puzzle, and now I must complete it. So I will. Uh, I'll be sitting down and working on the puzzle. If His brain me. is broken. Mm -hmm. That's what an episode for JPCs. He works on the jigsaw puzzle. Well done. Yep. Is there like a charger anywhere that we can find to plug in our tablet? Yeah, you search around, check around the waiting area, look in the, the box for the jigsaw puzzle, around that weird directional lock that's on the table, under the couches, you check your pockets, you don't see any kind of charging cables there. In fact, you go over check the waiver out, you check around the outside of it, there's no port to plug anything in here, you're really not sure how this thing gets charged. Hmm. Well, it obviously doesn't, that's the answer. That's bad engineering, is what I say from my puzzle. I got a question, this lock that is by the puzzle, what kind of lock is it? It's a directional lock. Uh, okay, you're going to have to help me out here. I'm going to need way more than that. <laughs> yeah, you pick it up and you take a look at it. There's a little tag tied to the shackle. Uh, that tag does read, if it were left up to me, this lock is downright good. So we take the directional lock and we go left, up, down, right. Sounds good. You move the buttons in those directions, but the shackle fails to open. Hey, I don't know if you've seen one of these before. It's called a directional lock. You can move the button in the middle up, down, left, and right input a series of directions. But before inputting a combination, make sure you squeeze the shackle twice to reset it. <laughs> okay, squeeze the shackle and try the exact same thing. Left, up, down, right. Yeah, you move the button in those directions and the shackle now clicks open. Congratulations. You now know how to open the sample lock in the lobby. This is a real thing. I'm Googling this, and this exists. <laughs> really? Huh. I bring out a cake. We celebrate uh, small victories all around. A day or two passes. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Yeah, it's not attached to anything. It looks like it's just a sample lock in the lobby to teach people how this lock works. Perfect. Mark, I see an aquarium in the room. Am I able to go up to that? You bet. By the waiting area, there is this large aquarium. Amid the confusion of the room, something has sailed through the glass and caused cracks to form halfway up the sides, spider webbing up to the top, emptying most of the tank onto the carpet. In the tank, one large red fish looks stressed as it barely fits in the remaining water. Next to the fish is what looks like a black plastic pencil floating there. And the top of the tank has these rows of metal bars on it, preventing from sticking your hand in. Looks like they didn't want patrons messing with that fish that's in there. 
Okay, so there's a black pencil next to a red fish. Mark, I use my powers of observation and deduction to see if this red fish is a herring. You think back to your classes on fish types, a massive amount of stuff you've got in your mind palace there with those fish. Thank you. You can't quite remember exactly what it is, but it might be of the herring family, yeah. Okay, yeah, we ignore this black pencil. <laughs> Reading a five-star review of a uh, directional lock from about five years ago. <laughs> And this guy, the guy titles the review, why didn't I think of this? Why didn't you think of this? What are you, a lock idea guy? What do you mean, why didn't you think of this? Also, were these invented in the last five years? DPC, I was really looking forward to being the agent of chaos on this episode, and I'm really frustrated that you just decided it was you. Go to a pizza place and be like, why didn't I think of this? What are you talking about, man? It's been around for 1,600 years. Have we checked out this vending machine yet? Yeah. No. You want to check it out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aaron said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've seen it. Dominating the far corner is this oversized vending machine labeled Rewards from Olympus. Uh, inside, you see a variety of items on display. There's a plastic water bottle, a neon yellow pair of thick woolen socks, and a hand warmer. In the top left corner, an out-of-stock sign is displayed in front of an Apollo brand flashlight, just like the one you're holding. And on the bottom row, two more items have out-of-stock signs placed in front of them, a drink can and a wooden box. Along the side of the machine, there is a single large compartment with instructions. Not happy with your Olympus merch? Simply trade it here. Insert any Olympus brand product into the slot below and select a new merch reward. Let's trade in the flashlight. We don't need it anymore. And I'm already shaking it so hard. (laughs) What do we need? Food? (laughs) (laughs) Food has been two days. (laughs) (laughs) We're stuck in here forever. Survival. Um, So if we need socks, hand warmers, or water, we can come back here. Can we look at the leaderboard? <laughs> yeah, let's let's leave this behind. This seems too confusing. Let's head over and check the leaderboard out. <laughs> On the wall, there's a blackboard displaying the best times for the month. There's currently two teams listed here. Written in colorful chalk are two team names, the Speedsters, with a time of 47 minutes and 25 seconds, and Hades Angels, with a time of 46 minutes and 6 seconds. So the leaderboard says top time is 47 days, 25 hours. So could have just been 48 hours. I don't know who made that. (laughs) The Speedsters and Hades Angels. We don't have a name for our team. I guess we should just be Hayward Riddle. I guess that's probably the easiest. I don't see. Oh, maybe Mark on the vending machine. The yellow buttons. Are those numeric? Those buttons all have the names of the products on them. They kind of match one to one. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah. Um, And have we just tried going in through the entrance door yet? Is that the entrance to the shop or the entrance to the... There's two doors in this picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I try to go through both of them. <laughs> you have to walk through both doors at the same time. It's a weird break of physics, but you managed to do it somehow. It's very impressive. The door at the top that's labeled entrance, you open it up. It's the door you walked in when you came in here. So you can step outside, get a breath of fresh air, take a quick break. It is unlocked for your safety. So if at any point you need to leave, don't worry about it. You're not locked in here. And if you want to leave at any point, totally fine. But just know that your timer in the room is still counting down, so we recommend you come back in as quickly as you can. Gotcha. The other door on the bottom, that's got the Shop of Theseus logo on it. There's no door handle that you can see, no knob to pull on. You try and push against it, it seems to be stuck from the other side. That's how you get into the experience, but you're not really sure how to open it. I've seen this before. I eat the door. (laughs) (laughs) You reach in your pocket for your knife and fork, but oh, you forgot that at home. How are you going to eat a door without those? That's not like me. That's very much not like me. taking a moment to thank our sponsor, Morty. 
Morty is a free app for discovering, planning, tracking, and reviewing escape rooms, haunts, and other immersive social outings. And Morty is now available for all to use on its fantastic website experience, iPhone app, and its brand new Android app, available now on the Google Play Store. I believe in Morty so much that I have a stake in it as an advisor. David, pumpkin spice lattes are appearing at Starbucks everywhere. And you know what that means? It's haunt season. <laughs> and Morty has got you covered now for spooky season. They just did one of the largest expansions ever and added all kinds of haunts, spooky experiences, everything that'll satisfy your dark little heart. <laughs> You know, PG, as you were just saying this, it finally dawned on me why all of my friends in Southern California call it spooky season. And that's because fall isn't really a thing for you. <laughs> we don't know it's fall until the haunts start coming out of the woodwork. All this is to you is haunts and pumpkin spice lattes. That's right. And you can find all of your favorite haunts and discover new ones on Morty. You can learn more at morty.app slash repod, that's R-E-P-O-D, to sign up and get a special badge for our listeners. Link and details in the show notes. I saunter up to the mascot display, please. Yeah, you bet. In the middle of the room is a large display with a cracked and marred sign overhead reading, Take Home Rocky, the Recon 2023 mascot. Scattered on the floor are dozens of these plain gray rocks with hastily glued on googly eyes. The center of this display supports a circular depression that's a couple feet across. Likely something large and spherical was displayed here. But currently inside the depression, you see a miniature elephant sleeping peacefully. Uh, it has a pink bow tied around its neck with a small red fish embroidered on the ends of the ribbon. Currently inside the depression, was somebody reading my diary? <laughs> <laughs> um... I don't know what any of that means. So can we go to the so merch table? Elephant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Totally. Yeah. You check out the ample supply of merch here promoting both this experience as well as all of Recon. Uh, they have at least one of everything on display here, as well as a station for the store's printful page, which you can view here. The web page in question is theseus.store. It is a real website where you can purchase real products that we have made lovingly. Some of the products that are available are Ambrosia coffee mugs, Sisyphus throw pillows and tote bags that depict Sisyphus pushing his boulder up the mountain and says the words, love the boulder you're bound to. There are Poseidon Springs water bottles, red minotaur drink glasses, and this chariot climbed Mount Olympus bumper stickers, which if you're from the northeastern US are really funny. All of this is available at Theseus.store. Okay, and Ooh. are all of these merch items that we see, are they all available here at the counter? Yeah, there's samples of everything here on the counter as well. So you can take a look at what you've got there. If there's anything you want, there's a whole stack of stickers. There's some mugs. There's some t-shirts. Okay, so I do see Poseidon Springs. There's some coasters, a water bottle, water glass. So it makes me feel like we should go back to the vending machine and maybe trade in our flashlight Mark, we've accessed light switch in the room, right? So we don't need yeah, the flashlight Yeah, that's anymore. the big breaker switch that you flip. Yeah. Yep. So I think just consulting with Aaron and JPC, I think we toss in the Apollo flashlight to try and get a bottle of Poseidon water. Trade our gods like uh, Hades, the video game. Sure. Get a different boon. We put in our flashlight and await instructions from the vending machine. You insert the flashlight into the return slot and uh, there's three buttons that light up. Water bottle, socks, and hand warmer. 
We hit the water bottle, please. Uh, yeah, you uh, spend some time trying to see if the device is voice activated. Sadly, it's not. You thought maybe it was just your accent. You try a bunch of accents trying to get through it. None of them tend to work. But then do push the button labeled water bottle. And indeed, the claw on the machine grabs your flashlight, places it in that upper left slot, removing the out of stock sign there. So if you need that again later, you can come back and get it. Then it moves over and grabs the water bottle and drops it in the chute below. The bottle has a bold graphic along the side stating Poseidon spring water with unlimited refills in a smaller font below. That's uh, terrible business. We look at the um, ingredient list on the water bottle just to see if there's anything on the label besides the front image. You search the backside, look at the ingredient list. There's one ingredient listed there. Water. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Let's trade it in again. Do we need it? Aaron, do you mind if I take a sip first just to see if I'm imbued with any sort of mythical Grecian powers? <laughs> I'm already drinking it. Sounds good. Yeah, you uh, take the bottle and twist off the cap and start to drink it. But water inside this thing gushes out at an alarming rate, as if it's desperate to leave its plastic confines. It sprays all over you. You are drenched at this point. The carpet below you even wetter than it was before. And the bottle still seems full. You quickly cap the water bottle on before you flood up the entire lobby. But it tastes great. The little you dig mm. in your mouth, it's very nice water. Yeah, and Mark, I should have said, as the water's hitting me, of course, I'm working with it. Like, I'm really owning it. Oh, you look fantastic. Moving in slow motion. That's all I wanted. Thank you. If the black pen is not a red herring, we could fill up the aquarium with this water bottle and the pen would float to the top. So maybe Ooh. that's our best bet at the moment since we don't have anything else. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. I take the water bottle over to the aquarium and see if there's somewhere I can dump the water in. Yeah, the top is open. Just those bars are on it, so you can dump water through there. That's not a problem. Uh, you twist it open and up into the water bottle. And again, water continues to rush out of this water bottle there into the aquarium. You watch as gallon after gallon is emptied there, and the plastic bottle, it's, again, still seems full. Water is leaking out of the cracks in the aquarium, but the torrent from the water bottle outpaces it as the water slowly fills up to the top of the aquarium. Cool. Uh, we grab the black pen. You manage to wedge your fingers between the bars and deftly grab that plastic pencil thing from the tank. While gallon after gallon of water floods the floor around you, uh, you quickly recap that water bottle before flooding out the entire lobby. We never said that. <laughs> well, I just, just for a safety concern, just to make sure. Let's take a look at this thing, this little object we just grabbed. Yeah, it's pencil-shaped, same kind of size of it, but it's all black plastic, except for the pointy end looks to be made some kind of hard rubber there. We tried on the waiver tablet. You go over and touch the waiver tablet with it. It does respond. Looks like this must be some kind of stylus for the tablet. But all you get, again, is that empty battery icon that blinks there. The voice told us that we had to do the waiver before we could enter into the room. So we have to find a way to charge this waiver tablet. Does anyone know if you can charge a tablet with a hand warmer? I was just thinking the same thing, and I didn't want to say it out loud. I'm so happy you did. I will say there might be a chance that this is like solar powered, in which case we need that Apollo flashlight back because the flashlights are like the sun. Flashlights also have batteries in them, but the tablet didn't have any way to access it because it's like sealed where it is, right? Yeah, that's yeah. It's mounted in there. Toss the water bottle back in the vending machine, grab the Apollo flashlight. We'll, we'll hope that this light has some amount of the sun in it due to Apollo. And I shine the flashlight on the tablet for what seems like days. Sounds good. You put the water bottle back in, hit the button for flashlight. The machine replaces your full water bottle back in the machine and grabs the flashlight, drops that below. Uh, you take it over, shine it on the, the waiver there. Indeed, it is quite bright, as bright as the sun. I'm trying to find a spot where maybe it would receive it, something that is some kind of solar panel. You try the back, you try the bottom, you try it further away, you try really close to it. Nothing seems to work. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, we toss the flashlight back in, and this time we press the button for the socks just to get a look at these socks and see what's going on there. 
Great. A machine grabs the flashlight, replaces that, and grabs you a pair of socks. These Zeus brand socks are bright yellow and orange. They're thick and fluffy, and the tag says, feel the power of Zeus. Mm. Electricity, Zeus, lightning. We put on the socks. I rub yeah. my feet on the carpet, and I'm electrocuted mm -hmm. immediately. <laughs> yeah, you put on the woolly socks. Oh, they feel great. They're warm and soft and fluffy. But as soon as you step on the floor, that lovely feeling goes away as they become saturated with water. Yeah, oh, it's we're a flooded. wet sock. Wow. Oh, it's the worst. Ugh. Yeah, someone put gallons and gallons of water all over this floor. Some monster. And we'll find whoever that was. And all right, they yeah. will be punished. Get them. <laughs> Maybe we try to use the hand warmers to be floor warmers. Yes, brilliant. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you uh, peel your socks off and put them in the vending machine. You've never been so excited to get rid of socks in your life. The machine grabs them and puts them in the back somewhere. And there looks like there's a fresh pair of socks in the vending machine in case you need new ones. And grabs a hand warmer for you and drops it in the chute below. The Hades Hot as Hell hand warmer is a plastic packet with a pair of heat-resistant gloves included. On the back are instructions. Smash to activate. Warning. Always wear gloves when handling. Creates intense heat. Use with caution. And this is a great time for us to plug our new streaming service game show, The Floor is Hades. Check it out wherever you, wherever you listen Bad to uh, game shows. <laughs> so we need gloves. The hand warmer comes with gloves. You think those would might just suffice on their own, but it gives you both. Gotcha. So I think we use those on the carpet, right? Yeah, let's try it. Let's yeah. try to throw those gloves on and see if we can warm the carpet to dry that water up. Sounds good. You don the gloves, give the pack a good crack. It suddenly lets out a tremendous amount of heat. It's a good thing you're wearing those gloves. You place it down on the ground and instantly hear steam sizzling away. The plush shag carpet begins to dry out, radiating out from where you place the hand warmer down, giving me a sizable area of dryness. Uh, what type of carpet was it, Mark? That's a plush shag carpet. Yeah, baby. So, yeah. Adam, Adam, I love it. Behave. <laughs> uh, oh, that's one too. Uh, I want to trade uh, the hand warmers in for the socks this time, and I'm going to shuffle my feet on the ground and try yeah. to shuffle the waiver. Sounds good, Aaron. You put the socks on. Indeed, they're warm and soft. They're like the best socks you've ever worn. You take a couple of steps in the carpet. You start feeling your hair stand on end. I mean, of course, Zeus's socks will generate plenty of static electricity. So you go over and uh, carefully touch the tablet, and a shock explodes from your fingertips as you watch the drained battery icon instantly fill up to max. Woo. The screen comes to life, showing you a login screen for Waver software, which asks for your username and password. The username's already filled in, Mighty Minotaur 85, and below that is an empty password field and a button. Forgot your password? I'm very happy we didn't grab the box because I'm realizing now that's probably Pandora's box. Oh. The box is out of stock. What about, can you not read? No, I'm just saying, never open the box. Dare we just hit forgot password unless we want to guess because, I mean, it's probably boobs. It could be boobs. Could it be one of the names of the people on the leaderboard? Or the times. Sorry, it was numeric or alphanumeric? Just a blank. It's a password blank. field. Okay. You know, letters, numbers, symbols, all the crazy things people put in passwords. And what's the username again? Mighty Minotaur 85. Mighty so Minotaur 85. Mighty yeah. Minotaur. Maybe put, well, we try Labyrinth uh, 69420. You put in Labyrinth 69420. Nice. Into the password field, hit enter. Nothing happens. It, it clears it out, saying that's the wrong password. All right. Well, what, what happens if we hit forgot password? BuzzShot is escape room software powering business growth, player marketing, and improving the customer experience. They offer an assortment of pre and post game features, including robust waiver management, branded team photos, and streamlined review management for Yelp, TripAdvisor, Google Reviews, and Morty. 
BuzzShot now has integration with Repod sponsor Cogs for all of your technology needs. PG, one of the things that I love about BuzzShot is the way that they work so hard to integrate with the other tools that are necessary for our industry. And this includes doing things like integrating with other sponsors on this show. They went out of their way to integrate with Morty and with Cogs. And in doing so, they create a better product for everybody because now all of these different tools that are designed to support the escape room industry play well together. And that makes things so much better for all of the owners in this space. Exactly. The worst part is when you play an escape room and nobody's communicating and you always will win if you have good communication. And so I, I just love that all of our sponsors have integrations with each other and it'll just make your life running escape rooms that much easier. Streamline your marketing and grow your escape room business. Repod listeners get an extended free trial and 20% off your first three months with no setup fees or hidden charges. Visit buzzshot.com slash repod. That's R-E-P-O-D to learn more. Link and details in the show notes. You uh, click on forgot password. That's clearly what happened here. It's not that you didn't know it ever. You've just forgotten it. Yeah, for now. Yeah, totally. The screen changes to ask a security question. Dog's name. Below that, the box labeled security question hint displays the following message. The security question hint has two lines. The top line is the word descriptions in all capital letters, followed by three sets of three question marks. Below that are three items listed. Tote bag, bumper sticker, and travel mug. Uh, Cerebus, I believe, is Hades' dog, right? Ooh. Tote bag, bumper sticker, travel mug. Okay. okay, so I'm going back to the shop. Let's see. Tote bag says it's a love your boulder tote bag. Let's that would be Sisyphus. A little saying that Sisyphus likes might help you keep on keeping on. Bag Life, laugh, love your boulder. <laughs> I love I love Sisyphus's chuggy in this uh, in this world. Love the boulder you're bound to is what the bag says on it, too. The bumper sticker says this chariot climbed Mount Olympus. And the travel mug says it's an ambrosia travel mug. It says the real myth of ambrosia is that it was food stuff. Those who have seen the truth know that the gods bestow their gifts one mug at a time. Now, I believe, and let me, let me double check this. We got the bag, the ambrosia, and the bumper sticker... There are three words in all caps on these things, and the order goes certainly gibberish foodstuff. Certainly gibberish foodstuff. Well, those are just the all caps words. I don't know if that is something, but certainly, certainly gibberish, gibberish and foodstuff. The question marks being three, is it three three-letter words? Well, so every one of these words that is capitalized or in all caps is nine letters as well. So there's three nine-letter words. Let's just start trying stuff. And I'll just immediately type, because I'm pretty sure it's Cerebus or Cerebus. Oh, yeah. So it's the first three letters of certainly, which is C-E-R, and then B-E-R, and then U-F-F. Yeah, yeah. Cerberuff. Cerberuff. Nice. like a dog. I think that that's like a dog pun. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And three-headed dog. Three. That makes sense. Okay, got it, got it, got it. 
You enter server rough into the box, and a new screen is displayed with two blanks, new password and confirm password. Looks like you'll have to change this device's password in order to get to the waiver system. Uh, and you can change it to whatever you want. What will it be? Boobs. <laughs> I mean, I think it's got to be boobs, right? Yeah. I mean, Aaron, you rush over <laughs> and slam in boobs, all caps, and hit enter before anyone can argue with you. Uh, and you finally get to the waiver. All the typical things are here. Don't break things. Acts of gods. Not responsible for untimely death. Signing over your likeness rights. You may be locked in forever. Blah, blah, blah. You quickly scroll to the bottom where you see a box to add your signature. But as you try to use your finger, nothing happens. Uh, we grab that stylus. And yeah. Yeah, we'll right, let's out. do it. You pull out the stylus you retrieve from the fish tank and give a barely recognizable signature, clicking the sign waiver button. Almost instantly, the voice over the speaker returns. Hey, fantastic. Thanks for taking care of that. I know we're starting a bit late, but I've heard you're all experts, so I wouldn't worry about your time. Uh, I'll unlock the door and you can head on in. Oh, we're really excited about this one. We tried lots of things, swapping things in and out until it was perfect. Uh, anyways, good luck and have fun. The door on the far end of the room swings open slowly, allowing you to step inside. Should we head in? Aaron first. Oh, wait, we should. Can we exchange our socks or are those kaput? Yeah, you can change your socks if you want. Uh, we should probably grab the flashlight again. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Just, yeah, yeah. I throw some of the merch into a box. I throw the box outside. I text my friend uh, Doug to kind of <laughs> pick up some of the merch. <laughs> Yeah. Looking at these prices, and I'm like, this resale. I mean, if they're charging twenty six, twenty five for a travel mug, I can let that go for fifteen, and that's all profit. <laughs> I mean, what sucks is if this is a real merch shot, I'm going to order some of this merch because we're also never going <laughs> to make the leaderboard. By the way, <laughs> if they, if someone did this in forty six minutes, yeah, right. Leaderboard, Aaron, I'm about to make upwards of $200 on aftermarket merch, okay? Good point. Uh, uh, do you want to trade You want to trade your socks in for the flashlight, I think? Yes. I, I think so, just in yeah. case. You put your socks back in the vending machine. The claw grabs those, puts those in the back as well. There's another fresh pair of socks. And grabs that Apollo brand flashlight. Great, uh, We go. put the flashlight in Aaron's hand, and uh, she leads us in first. I'm very brave. You're very brave. You head on into the new room. It is pitch black, so you cautiously step inside, excited to partake in another fantastic event at Recon. Before you have time to investigate, a voice fills the air. Hey, my hey, Riddle Riddle group! Uh, you're a bit late, but we'll be fine. Well, I got a bit of a problem. I did one last check in the control room, making sure the game was ready to go for you when I heard this boom. The power went off and, well, you'll see. Uh, but don't worry. Just get the power back on and we'll be ready to go. There's a breaker box. Oh, just watch where you step. We don't want any injuries for signing that waiver. <laughs> mm. uh, Aaron, turn on the flashlight. I'm too scared. I know it's just a hypothetical room that's in my mind, but I'm freaked out. Um, I turn on the flashlight. Can we try to see if we can find another breaker box? Yeah. The escape was very real in your mind shack. Uh, you turn your flashlight on and uh, look behind the counter, noticing that the flashlight's quite a bit dimmer than it was before. You step back there carefully, open the breaker box, find a comically large switch there, and turn the lobby lights back on. Hey! Nice work on that bonus puzzle! <laughs> oh, one last thing, the waiver. Uh, it's the computer on the counter. The system's kind of antiquated, but I'm sure you'll figure it out. We've got another picture of a lobby. This one is very similar to the first one, but instead of a leaderboard, there is a guest book. The vending machine is still there, but just labeled as a machine. The waiting area has one couch swapped out for a bench, and the other couch has a cushion that doesn't match. The aquarium is all green. 
And instead of a tablet, there is an old desktop computer at the front desk. Okay, we're clearly stuck in some sort of time loop. This yeah. is the almost exact same layout. So this is almost like Orpheus and Eurydice, where we're just sort of doomed to repeat this again and yeah. again. Is the carpet a different color? Yeah, it's uh, like a faded blue in here. Yeah. I just wanted to check out the guest book first. Yeah, you bet. That's a good place to start. Uh, along the wall, there's a short table with a sign above reading guest book. A book sits open on the table here, and a sign encourages players to add their names to the book. Uh, here's the last page of that book currently says. There is plenty of empty space on this page, and a pen sits next to the book. Wow. Team Firstius has PG in it. Wow. Must be nice. Okay. Let's see. I like the one that says this team name is totally not part yeah. of the puzzle. Mark that for later. So we have Team Firstius, Poseidon's Fury, Room Escape, Fartists... Huh, interesting. Dirty Minotaur 69, someone beat us to the fudge. Apollo Aces, this team is totally not a part of the puzzle. Puzzle Town, Team Mark is Narcissus. Team Totoro, Lonely Hero. So I'm guessing this team name is totally not part of the puzzle is the one we want well, to look at. The one in Puzzle Town, the only thing that I see that looks a little bit different is Tommy's name is spelled like upside down and backwards. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. But Tommy's a prankster. I think the team name is totally not a part of the puzzle is for sure a bunch of smart asses who are trying yeah. to fuck with us from another game. That is, there are soulmates, whoever they are. Um, <laughs> What's with this machine in the corner? It just says machine, not vending machine. Yeah. Dominating the far corner is an old machine similar to a carnival game. Looking inside, Ooh. you see the silhouette of five Hydra heads, each with their eyes faintly glowing. Beneath the hydras is a television screen, which is currently blank. And to the side, there's a large camera lens, a small placard that gives important information about this particular machine, and a funnel. Looks like you may need to provide additional power to this machine in order for it to work. We see the hydra machine as described. It looks similar to the vending machine, but instead of products, there are the five hydra heads. But if we leave the room, we lose the flashlight if we swap it in for the water. I don't think we need the flashlight anymore, though, right? The lights are on. Oh, the lights are on. Okay. What is the um, Hydra's price? What does that say? Yeah, the placard says, Hydra's prize. Show me something that makes all five Hydra heads see red to win our fabulous prize. We got to hydrate the Hydra. I run back to the vending machine, swap out the flashlight for another bottle of Poseidon's water. Sounds good. Yep, head back there. Flashlight in. You get a Poseidon Springs water bottle out of the vending machine. Should I start to dump some water in, guys? Uh, oh, there's a little yeah. water drop. Yeah, I, I put in just a little bit to see what happens. Yeah, you open up the Poseidon Springs water bottle and try to put just a little bit of water in there, but water gushes out, spilling all over you again. You're wet again, but looking fantastic as you get, Thank again, you. drenched from head to toe. But you do manage to get enough into the funnel so that the machine turns on. It appears that this machine is hydraulically powered. Ooh. Uh, and in my head, I'm, I'm working it like Tom Holland in that umbrella lip syncing video. Just like really just it's really yeah. impressive. Um, the moves are on point <laughs> there. It's exquisite. You all take a moment to stop and just enjoy the show that's there. It's perfect. It's very good. What's your Venmo, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> the screen now on this machine turns on. Uh, it shows a series of images while the eyes of the Hydra flash to the screen. It looks like this. The Hydra machine now rotates through six images on the television screen. When the image on the screen changes, so do the eyes that light up on the Hydra. For each picture, some eyes light up yellow except for one, which shows a single red eye on the fourth Hydra head. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, we've got torch, horse, eight, cape, hood, hooded cloak, music, uh, and then torch again. But it's like an Olympic torch, a horse, then it looks like a match. Maybe it's like a matchstick, lit matchstick, an eight, and um, music bars, a cloak, and then music bars. It's probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we can oh, probably this ignore broken. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. It's just a random collection. Yeah. Oh, oh, but their eyes are also changing color uh, ah. at, at the same time. So match um, lights up three, eight lights up two. But we want all of their eyes to turn red, and the cloak is the only thing that makes the eyes turn red. The fourth hydra head turns red. Okay. Yeah, everything else just makes the hydra head's eyes turn yellow. I kind of touch the screen to see if I can like stop it or do anything with that. Yeah, you try and uh, interact with like a touch screen. It looks like it's behind glass here. It's just a TV screen there. You can't really interact with it. Okay, let's check out the rest of the room. Maybe we got some more clues other places. Anything new at this merch table? And it's not for my friend Doug, who is texting me now that <laughs> this stuff's a gold mine. Uh, yeah, you check out the merch table here, promoting both this experience as well as all of Recon. There are some samples here as well as a station for the store's printful page. So we have some sample merch and then the merch page again. Now, I spy with my little eye that one of the couches has a different color cushion on it. And one of the couches is... What's going on with these couches? The waiting area has a plush dark blue couch with one out-of-place orange cushion. Opposite that, there's a short upholstered bench with a rectangular coffee table in between. The table's missing a leg, which is currently being propped up with an energy drink can. Uh, we mm. grab the energy drink to see what it says. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you carefully remove that aluminum can, ensuring the table doesn't fall over in the process. The can is unopened and branded a Hermes energy drink. Okay, mm. Hermes was real fast, right? Yeah, he's uh, the messenger guy. What's with this off-color couch cushion? What's going on with this thing? Yeah, you investigate it, try to figure out what's going on there. You rip it out and try to search underneath the sofa. You do find under that cushion, there's a picture of Medusa there. Your mm. frozen place, unable to move. Uh, but then you just realize it's due to the shock of finding this weird portrait here. Uh, you pick it up, and on the underside, you see a message that's written there. It says, made you look. Weird. What's in the aquarium? By the waiting area, there's a large aquarium full to the brim with water. Along one side, algae has built up, creating an interesting pattern of fuzzy green splotches. Inside this aquarium, you don't see any fish, but there is one prominent rock submerged in the middle with an interesting trough-like depression at the top that could hold a cylindrical object. Hmm. Are we able to reach in and grab that or no? Uh, yeah, you reach into this brackish, gross water. I, I mean, hopefully you won't get any disease or anything like that. I'm sure you'll be fine. But you reach in and try and grab the rock. It looks like it's cemented to the bottom, and the aquarium somehow kind of bolted to this counter here. It looks like it's right where it wants to be. And Mark, my hands are all open cuts, so don't ever assume, <laughs> please. Does it look like the energy drink can that we have would fit onto that cylindrical thing? Good question. You want to try? Yes. Sure. Yeah, you put your energy drink can and you got to push it down because it wants to float, but you get it down there. Uh, it's the right shape, putting it on its side there in the tank, but it's a little too small to fit in that depression there. What about this waiver? Can we check out the waiver here? Yeah, let's go back to that first thing you were told to look at. You haven't looked at it yet. Perfect, yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow, passive-aggressive much? <laughs> <laughs> Passivist, aggressivist? <laughs> A behemoth of a computer sits behind the front desk, only dwarfed by the size of a CRT monitor sitting on top next to a keyboard and mouse. On the computer is a large on-off button. We'll turn it on. You press the button and hear a whirlwind of fans inside begin to spin, spitting out a fine cloud of dust. After a minute, the screen comes to life as the computer is booting up in DOS. 
after another minute of garbled text and code passes by, you see a single message on the screen. Please insert DOS boot disk, then press any key to continue. Ugh, does anyone speak German? It, DOS boot is a, a movie about a submarine, right? Am I crazy? I don't think you're crazy, and that could be it, but a DOS boot disk is also like a boot disk for an operating system. I've been sitting on this for a few days. Um, I do know that the Greek gods are kind of partial to sacrifice, so we I grab JPC by the arms <laughs> and kill Aaron. <laughs> is the uh, is the screen on the machine still spinning through those images? Yeah. Can we try to hold up the Medusa when it hits cloak, the portrait of Medusa when it hits cloak to see if we could like hold it on that red eye? Yeah, you try and hold the Medusa sign up to the camera lens that's there when the cloak image passes by. Uh, you see the, the camera lens move a little bit as if it's kind of taking in something, uh, but it doesn't do anything else, doesn't react, doesn't slow down the machine at all. Uh, you don't see anything else that happens there. Maybe there's something you need to figure out with those images that are cycling through in order to, to know what this machine wants to look for. Torch Horse Match 8 Cloak Music. They are all... Um, they're all words. They're all, they're all five-letter <laughs> words. The fourth I is red on cloak, which could mean that the fourth letter Where? that we're looking for is an A. And it's the only word that has A as the fourth letter. If we start with torch, there's a yellow on the first letter. So maybe that means we know it's not the first letter? Yeah, so there there is a T, but it's not the first letter. Is that what that means, maybe? Could be like a wordle. Maybe it's like a wordle thing of like right letter, wrong position. Yeah, horse is an S and an E. Ooh, I actually have no idea, though. Because if I'm right, then with cloak having an A in the fourth spot, then there should be a an A in the fourth spot. That's, that's yeah. what we know. Yeah, M-A-T-S-E are the letters. Steam? There's two. Oh, steam. steam oh, work. so if we take some of the water, use the Hades hand gloves? Will that create some? Well, we can't have both at the same time, though. Is there something that we can say to Erin to make her steaming mad? Would that uh, get the little cartoon steam to shoot out of the yeah. top of her head? Vanderpump rule sucks. Just give me a minute. I can get there. <laughs> yeah, let's grab those hand warmers. Why not? Yeah. What do you want to trade in at the vending machine to get those hand warmers? Flashlight. Yeah. You put it in the vending machine, hit the button labeled hand warmers. The claw grabs that flashlight and puts it back in the top left. You do get a, a pack of hand warmers. We put them on and we head over to the machine to wherever that water was inserted. We hover them above that water source, maybe? Uh, yeah, you head back over to above where that funnel was, but it looks like the machine's taken all that in to operate the machine, so there's no water left there for you to, to heat up. Fine, I'll do it. I go over to the aquarium, I dunk my head in, I take a big gulp of water, I run over to the machine, and I spit the water in, ow, 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 open mouth sores. Oh, it's so disgusting and gross. But for the team, you power through. You are, you know, the MVP player. You need to step up here and go and get a big mouthful of this gross, awful water. Before you describe what happens, can I just ask? So at the merch store, when there's all those cups and bottles, those are, those wouldn't work for holding liquid, right? Has to be a It mouth. had to be Adel's mouth. Had to be a mouth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very important. You do look around. The rest of you like, well, we could have gotten, you know, there's pint glasses, there's water bottles. They're all very nice, mm. super awesome. Mm -hmm. JPC and I noticed that, but we just go, shh, yeah. to each other. <laughs> yeah. 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 I noticed it too, but if you're trying to resell these, it can't be used, my dude. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So you've got a nice big mouthful of water. You hold it for a while, walk over to the machine. What do you want to do with your mouthful of water? Mark, I already swallowed it. I go back to the aquarium. Okay. I grab a new mouthful. Great. Great. You've got another mouthful of water. 
and I want to spit it into the... Oh, wait. Who has the Hades hand warmers? Aaron? Yes. Okay, so I, I say, I'm so sorry, Aaron, and I start to spit water onto her hands, and, mm-hmm. and maybe we try and angle it towards the machine. You say, so sorry, Aaron, and the water all gushes out of your mouth and all over the floor below. You gotta go back into another mouthful. It's a whole thing. Of course. <laughs> yeah, so hand warmer, maybe in front of the camera, we pour the water on top of the hand warmer and see if we can get some steam going in front of the camera. Yes, pour is the verb I would use there for this, definitely. Yep, mm-hmm. So yeah, Adel, you go back and get another mouthful of water. You're getting really good at this now. Aaron, you've got the hand warmers right up by that lens that's there. Adel, you go over and pour the water out of your mouth really gracefully onto this hand warmer. And a big cloud of steam erupts from that. As it does, the camera lens registers that. All five Hydra eyes light up red. And you hear a triumphant do-do-do-do as an object <gasps> clunks into the drawer at the bottom. As you reach inside, you pull out a small three-and-a-half-inch floppy disk labeled boot disk. Now we're looking for a submarine, so we take the yeah, tank. Is there a subway? I go out the front door. I look around if there's a Jimmy John's or a Quiznos or. Let's <laughs> pop this in the uh, into the waiver computer. Sounds good. You uh, slide in that floppy disk into the disk drive, and after waiting a minute or so, the screen finally turns to a very dated login screen. The username is listed as Mighty Minotaur sixty two, and the password is left blank. Is there a password reset? On this one? Not that you can see, just a spot to try a password. Upside down Tommy? (laughs) Yeah. You stand on your hands and then type with your feet, and I managed to put the password in actually upside down. It's pretty impressive. But it looks like that doesn't work. Now below that, there is a password hint that it shows. It says Apollo plus Aquarium. So that would be the flashlight in the rock? Um... Uh, Yeah, so let's go back and trade for that flashlight. Right, that's Apollo's flashlight? Uh, yep. Uh, what do you want to trade in to get that flashlight back? Hand warmers? Hand warmers, right? We do the hand warmers. Sure. I say, wait a dang minute. The energy drink that we got, is this the same energy drink as the one that's in the machine? It does look like it is, yeah. Okay, so I want to trade this energy drink. I drink the whole thing first. I want to trade this energy drink for our flashlight and have both the flashlight and the hand warmer. Yeah. You crack open this energy drink and uh, down it. It looks like be the flavor Red Minotaur on this one. Legally distinct from other popular energy drinks, of course. You drink this thing down, and as you do, the room around you begins to slow down. Ooh. I'm done with the room. I just live in this for a little while. <laughs> it's great. You rush over to the vending machine. You run back. You're like able to zip around this room. It's fantastic. You want to trade that in for the flashlight? Yes. Sounds good. You trade in your empty energy drink can for the flashlight. Indeed, the claw grabs that can, puts it in the back somewhere, but then restocks the other ones. Looks like it just forgot it had those in stock. So if you need more energy drink cans, it has those now. Stupid mm. technology. Uh, okay, so let's let's try a hand warmer into tank to see if it will melt. The, melt? You melt water, right? And I'll take my answer off air. <laughs> <laughs> melt water. You pour water from your mouth. All common verbs. Yep. Yeah, you head over to the aquarium with your hand warmer, give it another good crack with, of course, the protective gloves on, very important, uh, and put that into the aquarium there. While you do, steam begins to rise as the water level consistently lowers until the aquarium is bone dry. The algae on the side hasn't moved. It appears to now be a permanent part of the glass there. Now let's try, Aaron, want to try throwing that flashlight in? Yeah. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Smash. You chuck the flashlight into the aquarium, and they have very good aim because it does manage to sit right on top of that rock there. A nice, gentle, doesn't look like it hurts it any at all. But it sits there, it doesn't do anything. The lens is pointed up toward where the algae is. So maybe if you had it on, it might show some kind of pattern with it you know, shining through the algae there. 
Heck no, Mark. That's that's not it, Mark. No, that can't be right. That's that's silly. Um, Let's go drink more of those energy drinks, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we can get another one if you want. Yeah. All three of us, we keep drinking and then returning the cans. We each drink, I don't know, like 10 or 11. It's almost like college students cramming for a final exam. Like, we yeah. are just really... My heart's about to explode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's also turn the flashlight on. I think we should also yeah. maybe try that, too. You need to have to think about it. You, wanna, you, know, you don't want to waste a lot of time here. So you can think faster. So you go back to the vending machine, turn in your hand warmer, the flashlight, empty cans, and get energy drink after energy drink. Start downing those, passing them around. The room around you slows down even more. Uh, and as you're drinking those, uh, you've had, you know, a good half dozen of those cans. You look around, you see these miniature flying rainbow pigs around you. They're they're farting pixie dust in the air. They, they fly around. You're not really sure if you're seeing things, maybe from all the energy drink cans you've drunk or if they're really happening. Uh, it's a little weird. Okay, so we did have, there was a uh, red herring at the very beginning of this, which was don't summon the flying pigs. So I think that we're Uh, on the right track. I think we cracked six or seven more of these energy drinks and really got these pigs going. Upside down Tommy made the same mistakes. That's why we don't talk about upside down Tommy anymore. (laughs) Yamat, please, Yamat. What about we do the flashlight thing? Let's try the flashlight thing. Okay, Uh, so. We'll take a look at the algae, right? Yeah, algae with the flashlight. You place the flashlight on the rock in the aquarium, pointing it to the front of the tank. The blindingly bright beam of light shines through the algae there, creating a pattern of light and shadow on the merch wall. The light lands on some of the merchandise items on display. Uh, You can see it shine on two letters below a tongue, a letter nearest a whale tail, a letter before a full stop, the last of three Greek letters, and the two letters on either side of a teeny tiny heart. Oh, where do we begin? Uh, what's Two letters below, below a, a tongue, tongue, a letter nearest a whale tail, jaw? a letter before a full stop. Would a jaw be below a tongue? Pig jaw. We race back to <laughs> the dungeon <laughs> where we kept PG. We forgot Leave to give PG, PG water. PG alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, two letters below a tongue. Jaw, maybe? A letter nearest a whale tail. There was a link to the merch store, right? A reminder, we're now referring back to the Theseus.store webpage, where products are available now. A letter nearest a whale tail. So now we have to find something that looks like it's a whale tail. The windbreaker is the Greek windbreaker, and it's R-E-A. Love, your boulder. Wait, I don't even see a throat pillow. Oh, there's a throat pillow. Oh, there's a heart between uh, the U and the R-E and your... Oh, yeah. So it's Y-O-U, tiny heart, R-E. Two letters on either side of a teeny tiny heart. So the last two letters would be... You are. Centaur? Cent- is it centaur? The last... Oh, it's the last of three Greek letters. Whoops. Um, Creature? Yeah, it would be centaur, but we don't know... Where's the whale tail? The whale tail one's an in. Everyone just look for an in. Okay. <laughs> Anywhere you can find an in. That's... <laughs> Sort of reverse engineering. Poseidon? Oh, 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 Poseidon. There's a little whale tail in the Poseidon uh, image. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it okay. is Centaur. And what was this for? Is this a passport? <laughs> what are we doing here? No. A podcast, we, JPC. You're on a podcast drink, right now. We drink six huh? more of those Hermes energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and our, our brains start to come out of our nose. Mm. Okay, so obviously we need to form a centaur. So I will be the legs of the horse. Adel, you can be the top half. And Aaron? I'll be the personality. <laughs> personality. The important part of the centaur is the personality. That's the, really the identifying feature. All right, well, we got that. <laughs> you were led here from that password hit from the computer that said Apollo plus aquarium. Oh, that yes. should put the flashlight in the aquarium. So All we right, go so back to the mighty centaur, Minotaur yeah. 62 and put in centaur. 
You enter Centaur and press enter. The login screen disappears, replacing with a loading screen that says, Starting waiver software. Estimated time to completion, 2 minutes and 43 seconds. Then the time changes to 5 seconds, and then to 33 years, and then it's complete. The screen changes to a pixelized version of the Shop of Theseus logo, and then a dialog box appears. Welcome to the Shop of Theseus. Before signing your waiver, we want to make sure you are paying attention to the rules and guidelines for playing. Please take this short quiz to confirm your information retention. You will have three minutes to complete this quiz. Please press start quiz when ready. Easy. Oh, we take some energy drinks to slow down time. Yeah, that's smart. Smart. What do you want to trade in? You have your flashlight and the socks. 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 Yeah, dump those socks. I mean, they're nice, <laughs> but they're not that nice. And grab uh, a whole string of energy drinks. You take them one at a time, down them, trade it back in for a new one. Everyone gets nice energy up. The room again begins to slow down around you. Uh, and then we hit start quiz. You head back there, press the start quiz button, and the screen slowly changes. The timer at the top is barely counting down. This is great. And the room is spinning slightly. Uh, never mind. First question. <laughs> what candy do we recommend you grab a bowl of before playing the Shop of Theseus? Oh, Easy. Goobers. goobers. I, goobers, final answer. <laughs> I goobers. Type in Goobers. You type in Goobers, it goes wrong. You type in it again, it's wrong. All caps wrong. It's got to be Goobers. Why isn't it taking Goobers? Uh, damn. Start raisins the news. Raisinets. <laughs> Raisinets, correct. Question two. What will we use to build this escape room together? Probably like plywood. Um, <laughs> plywood. Incorrect. Huh. Upside down Tommy. Upside down Tommy. Upside down Tommy. In coffee. What? There's probably find... six or seven of these energy drinks. Where'd you find Raisinets at? Where do you remember hearing that from? In the introduction. It's imagination. The power of imagination. Correct. Question three. What should you never summon under any circumstance in this escape room? Lawyer. JPC. Flying pigs. Flying pigs. Gotta be flying pigs. Flying pigs. Correct. With the last question answered, the screen displays, great work. Please read the following waiver and click the sign waiver button when you are finished. The waiver simply states, I am willingly playing this game. Okay, uh, easy. I can lie to this computer. <laughs> I can't know I'm lying. There's just a button that says sign waiver. Now you don't have to put your name in, no email address. It's a very secure waiver system. Oh, yeah, we click that waiver button. You click it, and almost instantly the voice over the speaker returns. Hey, fantastic. Thanks for taking care of that. Uh, I know we're a bit late, but I've heard your expert, so don't worry about your time. I'll unlock the door, head on in. We're really excited about this one. We tried lots of things, swapping things in and out until it was perfect. Uh, anyways, good luck and have fun. The door on the far end of the room swings open slowly, allowing you to step inside. This room better look different. Better not be the same room again with a different carpet. Here's what I'll say. At what point is this no longer the same waiting room? If we keep replacing couch cushions and aquariums, at what point is it no longer a waiting room? 51%? What do we think? You're right. I grab the cushion and I step into the next room. <laughs> uh, you grab the cushion for safety, of course, and uh, mm, step safety. into the room. Uh, it's yeah. pitch black. You cautiously step inside, excited to partake in another fantastic event at Recon. Before you have time to investigate, a voice fills the air. Hey, my hey, Riddle Riddle group. Uh, you're pretty late, but oh, we'll be fine. Uh, well, mm, I got a bit of a problem. Uh, I checked the control room and the game was a go when boom, the power went off and well, you'll see. Oh, but don't worry. Just get that power back on and we'll be ready to go. Uh, I'll start with the breaker box. Oh, but watch your step. We don't want any injuries for signing that waiver. <laughs> we still have the flashlight, right? You do, yep. Flashlight on, breaker box. 
You uh, turn your flashlight on, carefully move behind the counter, open the breaker box, flip the comically large switch, and turn the lobby lights back on. Hey, nice work on that bonus puzzle. <laughs> oh, one last thing, the waiver. I'll just pull the rope coming from the ceiling to access it. Thanks. We see a similar lobby again, but with even more changes. There isn't a computer or a tablet, but a rope just above the front counter. Where the guest book was is now a mirror. There isn't a vending machine at all, just a bit of the carpet that is less faded in that spot. There's also a missing couch. The couch that is here is orange and missing a cushion, and instead of an aquarium, there is a fishbowl. So we, we pull that rope then. You pull on the rope coming from the ceiling and a massive scroll unfurls to the ground. The waiver appears to be a handwritten waiver with pages and amendments attached to the lower portions of the scroll. You skim through some of the highlights, not responsible for loss of identity, understand the risks of engaging in theoretical and actual world-saving scenarios. Intellectual property can either be owned nor possessed, yada, yada, yada. At the bottom, there's a place for each player to sign. It appears that each player needs to provide their name, the role they have chosen for this experience, and that role's famous catchphrase. Hmm. Okay. Name, role, catchphrase. You, you guys want to just do a do a lap around the room and investigate all the objects that we yeah. uh, haven't seen? Yep. I race to the fishbowl to see if there's more of that tasty, tasty water. <laughs> you race over to the fishbowl, a perfect vessel for you to drink from, obviously. But the small fishbowl that's here is completely empty. We JPC, can change that. Thank you so much for bringing the cushion from the last room, because I feel like we found its home. Well, that's exactly why I brought it i take the cushion out of my pocket <laughs> and i i put the yeah i put this cushion it looks like it maybe belongs into this couch yeah you uh grab that cushion you got from the previous room and place it back in the couch it looks like a good match as soon as you place it down two large confetti cannons explode from behind the couch covering you and the room in small rainbow colored confetti oh congratulations you put the couch back together uh you look around but don't see anything else important that's happened huh. okay well, let's check out the mirror then Sounds good. You approach the large, spooky mirror hanging on the wall. You see yourself reflected in its surface, and then your image morphs and changes to a youthful man with an affable smile and alluring eyes. You can't pull yourself away from this mirror, expecting to see perhaps Narcissus inside. But no, this is the reflection of the one, the only, Mark Larson. To view this spooky mirror for yourself, please follow this link. If you'd like to play the Spooky Mirror minigame, you can check it out at realityescapecon.com slash secret. Whoa. Okay, okay so the mirror, the mirror <laughs> wants us to pick some outfits, and it looks like there's maybe a bunch of different roles. There's runner, power player, swimmer, hothead, early riser, and party person, and then different shirt and pants combinations. I will point out, as you change between those different roles, the message at the bottom seems to change. Maybe that points to somewhere else in the room or rooms that might help you figure out how to put these outfits together. There are three of you. You'll need three roles and three catchphrases in order to sign that waiver. Is the guest book in the previous room going to be helpful? One of The swimmer says maybe a previous guest could inspire your look. Maybe a previous team could take the lead in your look. Maybe a previous guest could inspire your look. We found the party person is most likely to purchase merch. So early riser and so hothead makes me think Hades runners, right? Mm-hmm. Or speedsters. Yes. Oh, the pattern? Does the pattern on speedsters and Hades angels matter? Like the colors that they're using? Oh, probably. Yeah, the Hades angels is definitely one of the shirts. And then the speedsters is uh, yeah. blue and yellow, which is the shorts, I think. Uh, so hothead with the 
Hades, Angels, Pattern Shirt, and the Speedster's bottom, and I'm going to submit. And I got a deet deet, almost like a Law and Order done hmm. done. So I don't think that was right. That doesn't look right. You'll need to try another outfit. Looks like there's two different roles, the runner and the hothead that both align up with that leaderboard. So you're trying to merge them together right now. They're two different looks that you're going to get. Oh, the light blue shirt has Hermes. Okay, I got swimmer. And it says, swimmer, your catchphrase is ride the wave. So does that mean that I could Poseidon? be, would I put myself as the swimmer? Would I say like JPC, oh, I see. swimmer, ride the wave? You got it. I one got the down. runner one. Nice. A runner... Light blue shirt with the little Hermes thing, the yellow shorts, and it says, oh yeah, you rock. Your catchphrase is, gotta go fast. Nice. Uh, so would that be the hothead? Okay, so hothead with the Hades Angels pattern top and some really ripped up yellow jorts. I look in the mirror and my catchphrase is, stokes the flames. Nice. Nice. You've got your three rolls. Ready to sign that waiver? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, let's sign it. Sounds good. You head over, sign the waiver with your name, the role, and that catchphrase, and almost instantly the voice over the speaker returns. Hey, fantastic! I know we're really late, but you're experts, so don't worry. I'll unlock the door and head on in. We're really excited about this one. We, we tried lots of things, swap until it was perfect. Uh, anyways, good luck and have fun. The door on the far end of the room swings open slowly, allowing you to step inside. Honestly, at this point, I don't think... They have their shit together. No. I think we, I think we live here walk now. into yeah. It's uh, you fool me once, you know. <laughs> we we go into the door. Sounds good. It is pitch black, so you cautiously step inside, excited to partake in another fantastic event at Recon. Uh, before you have time to investigate, a voice fills the air. Hey, my hey riddle riddle team. Oh, you're really late, but. Well, I got a problem. I checked the control room when boom, the power went off, and well, you'll see. Oh, but the breaker box, find that. The voice trails off, leaving you in the darkened lobby. We died in the first room and we're stuck in purgatory, I think. Yeah, That's sure. right. Yeah. Let's go to that breaker box one more time. You carefully move to the breaker box. The door here has been ripped off its hinges, leaving a comically large breaker switch exposed. Uh, and as you flip it, the lobby lights come to life. As you look around the room, it's completely bare, except for this one massive rock in the middle of the room. It's roughly six feet in diameter, and there's these two giant googly eyes stuck to the side. The voice from the speaker returns. Hey, you found him! Our mask of a recon, Rocky! Uh, I know we're almost out of time, and I know you signed up to do our escape room, but I could really use your help one last time. If you could get Rocky here back into his display stand near the front door, I'd have everything set up for the next group. And we start pushing this uphill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the room does feel a little bit slanted to the back, yeah. Slanted uphill? Just a little bit. You want to push it? Yes. Yeah, we, we all three of us start pushing. Well, of course, first we down six or seven energy drinks. and then Oh, we very push. important. Yes. You got to get more of yeah. them, drink more of them. floating <laughs> <laughs> around. Yeah, yeah, you're doing great. Uh, you all get behind the massive boulder and push with all your might. After a moment, the boulder starts to roll toward the open door. Once you get it going, the momentum does most of the work. You just need to keep it on track. You push it past the spooky mirror, over the gigantic scroll from the ceiling through water-soaked carpet, and finally back into the very first room you entered in, giving one final push to set Rocky back up on the pedestal in the middle. The boulder falls into the hole a satisfying thud that shakes the room. With that shake, the large sign featuring the name of the game falls to the ground, revealing another sign behind it. This one has the name, The Game of Sisyphus, written on it. Hey, you did it! Uh, and as you may have guessed, yes, I am Sisyphus, the boulder-pushing-forever guy. Uh, thank you all so much for playing my game and for pushing my boulder. That was really nice. Uh, uh, in case you're not aware, Zeus, 
he got mad at me way back when and stuck me here to run this escape room over and over and mm. over and over again, mm. watching mm. the same group solve the same puzzles and need the same hints. And as teams would play, they continue to damage and break the room. I'd build new rooms, take parts from old ones, swap metals they broke. It's basically the same game as when it started, just with some tweaks. Anyways, you all were a lot of fun. Oh, and since you did so well, I want to send you home with a prize. Oh, you see the vending machine in the corner glow as the out of stock <gasps> sign in the lower right window is removed, nope. revealing a small wooden box behind. Don't do it. If you don't mind trading in your uh, empty cans of energy drinks there for that wooden box, and the vending machine and then leaving your flash out on the counter for the next group, that would be great. Yeah. I grabbed that box. I text Doug. Doug, we have the ultimate score. Get that eBay site spun up. Poor Doug. He already has two strikes, JPC. You're really messing up Doug's life. Let him be. No, nah, I'm, I'm turning it around. Rough. You want that box? Yeah, we take that box. Yeah. You insert your empty cans at the return slot and press the button labeled wooden box. The claw grabs the box and drops it into the chute below. You take it out and read the tag on the side. Pandora's box. Opening it allows you to change one thing in this reality for the next group. Please make it something fun for me. Signed, Sisyphus. All right, I, I have one thing. And the thing that I would love to be able to change, if I can change one thing about this room, is I would like to be able to bring those flying pigs into reality. I would like to be able to visit them on their plane and then bring them back into my plane so that they can run roughshod over this room. They've been trapped here for too long. They need to exist. I think we do that. I yeah, think we release the pigs. Now, of course, the only way to get to the pigs is we got to have six, seven, eight, maybe nine more of these energy drinks. So way ahead of you, buddy. You've got the system down for trading them in and out as fast as possible and getting more of them, drinking more of them down. The flying pigs are summoned above you. You see them farting around, adding pixie dust behind them as they do. Uh, you decide that these would be a great addition to this room. Why don't you bring in the one thing you've been asked not to do into this room, all the flying pigs. So you take Pandora's box, you open it up, you see a little golden light come out and shoot out up into the air to these pigs. And it looks like it's pulling these pigs into this reality there. In fact, it's pulling more and more of them. There's dozens and hundreds and thousands oh, of these tiny oh no. pigs everywhere oh, yeah, no, no, flooding no, no, no. this whole room. And that doesn't seem to stop. They're like uh, running into the wall. The woo! pixie dust is causing walls to kind of erode and break down around you. You quickly rush out the front door, leaving the flashlight behind you. For you to take more of the merch with you, the more of that valuable ah! merch you could grab. Uh, but as you uh, do, you see the shop of Theseus slowly start to melt into this pile of pixie dust behind you. There's no door left. There's no building left. There's nothing there. In fact, you didn't even see Sisyphus come out of there. Hopefully, hopefully he's fine. But oh, we could have put on the socks and electrocuted the pigs to make bacon. Guys, we're such idiots. <laughs> yeah. That Sadly, the socks too. are gone. The vending machine's gone. Nothing's left. Looks like that's the, the last time anyone will ever play the shop of Theseus. And we all take one more Hermes energy drink and we mm -hmm. jump in the air and high five and freeze a la Mary Tyler Moore, mm -hmm. whoever that was. <laughs> whoever that was. The camera spins around you. It's a it's a glorious sight. Well done. Nice. <laughs> Whoa. Yay. Yay. You turn around, you see me and David standing in the back clapping. And you keep looking at your watches going, huh, interesting. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was outstanding. Thank you all so much. Amazing. Yes, thank you. That Thanks was so man. cool. What a blast. Thank you so much for joining us. There were a couple of things along the way that you folks zeroed in on that I wanted to uh, call some special attention to. The first was Upside Down Tommy is a friend of the show, Tommy Houghton, uh, one of the creators of Stash House in Los Angeles. We played Stash House. Oh, we played that one. Cool. That's Upside Down Tommy. Wow. Wow. And, Come on. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. And then you thankfully got a little energy drink happy because one of the changes that was made by one of our past teams was that third energy drink trigger that brought in the flying pigs. And that was the only change that had been made to this game by a team that had not yet been experienced by anyone. So thank you for your lack of self-control. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Okay. Turns out we're great. A lot of people said, hey, we got the magic power from the energy drink. Let's stop. No need to make this overkill. No need to drink three of these things. I'm a god, yeah. I'm solving puzzles here. I don't need extra energy drinks. That's part of a puzzle. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Fools. You guys ripped through those puzzles, though. I was really impressed. Like, the one with the quiz. You guys drank the energy drink before you even knew that you had to. (laughs) Because if you had it, you would start the quiz, and then it would just... And then (laughs) you would time out like immediately. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was really impressed by that. And then the Wordle Hydra, I thought was really difficult. So like you guys like latched onto that pretty fast. I was very impressed with that. If I had been alone, I would have never gotten that. (laughs) This is why escape rooms are a team game. (laughs) May I ask a question? Yeah. So what was the fishbowl? So the idea with these rooms is that you kind of hinted at it. They are slowly changing over time. And part of the idea is escape rooms a lot. Things will break. You need to replace them with stuff. And so at some point that aquarium broke and they wanted to still put an aquarium there because all the other rooms have aquariums. So they just put a fishbowl there. It's also stuff in the room for teams to play with as they change things. So some teams would add stuff to the fishbowl. It was a nice little thing just to put nothing in it. So teams would go, I want to put something in that fishbowl. There's a few of those things added to the room too, just to give some inspiration for some teams to add some fun stuff. Okay, that's fun. Any other questions? Uh, thank you. This ruled. <laughs> what a blast. Thank you. It's a question mark. This is awesome. Thank you all so much. Thank you for joining us. We're going to be doing a bonus show with Mark as well as Teresa Wagner, where we go and do a bit of a behind the scenes dive into this. So if you are not a patron at the $5 level or more, you might want to consider doing that. Recon Los Angeles tickets are on sale now. Tickets are rolling. Get them now. And thank you so much to our guests, Adel, Aaron, JPC, and Mark. How can everybody connect with you if they're looking to do that? Uh, first of all, I just want to say, if you're looking for any merch from the shop of Theseus, please visit Doug at the corner of Irving and Central. Uh, he'll be singing on a cooler. We're also selling lemonade. No cops. <laughs> Doug's one rule. Uh, you can find Hey Riddle Riddle wherever you find podcasts. We're a HeadGum podcast, so we're on that network. Uh, we also have a Patreon that we're really proud of at patreon.com slash Riddle. And then check out Bill Bud's podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern and Sitcom D&D, which is our other podcast if you're interested in that as well oh huh, sucks that aaron nailed it <laughs> i said you've done that before ah yes <laughs> you can check out my portfolio work over at merklerson.com which is m-r-k-l-r-s-n my first and last name without vowels over on twitter same thing there or whatever that hellscape is at this point i'm also on yeah a couple of the socials too so if you have any questions or want to poke me about stuff please do you guys should definitely check out the Hey Riddle Riddle podcast. It is fantastic. And I will have links to all of their podcasts in the show notes. Thank you very much. 
The Reality Escape Pod is produced by Teresa Piazza with support by Lisa Spira. We're edited by Steve Ewing of Stand Inside Media, music by Ryan Elder, logo by Janine Proct. And all of this is brought to you by RoomEscapeArtist.com, your home for well-researched, rational, and reasonably humorous escape room and immersive gaming content and events. You've made it to the end of the episode. I'm guessing that you had a good time because otherwise you would have bailed. How about you go and take that good time straight over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Help other people find what we're doing. It really helps us out. And think about who you just helped out by helping them find a podcast that they're really going to enjoy. Go do it. Do it now. Thank you. Well, folks, it is that time. You know exactly the one I'm talking about. It's the one where the desperate content creator tells you, please, please join our Patreon, please. I know you hear it from everybody, but it means so much to us. The amount of time and energy and money that we put into producing shows like this to the degree that we produce them and all of the other things that we're doing, it's just takes a lot and our patrons every single one of them matters at every single level so if you have the money available and it's not going to be a hardship for you please consider backing us on patreon and if it is going to be a hardship please don't and backing us at the five dollar level gets you access to the ria discord and it also gets you our bonus after show the show goes on for like another 40 to 50 minutes usually a lot of times we have the guests joining us i mean that's that's longer than that cup of coffee will last you at the 15 dollars level you also get access to our spoilers club here we take deep dives into iconic well-known escape rooms and we're joined by the creators who come in and gives us exclusive behind the scenes director's cut style commentary this is some of my favorite content to produce because i love talking about escape rooms in full you can learn more at patreon.com roomescapeartist link and details in the show notes we'd like to thank our highest level patrons panic room escapism olivier escape jonathan driscoll breakout games derek tam joshua rosenfeld byron delmonico keystone escape games scott olson paula swan rex miller and the ministry of peculiarities thank you for your ongoing support so, I mean, uh, not to not to also uh, plug the Hey Riddle Riddle Patreon, but uh, a while back, some years ago, um, some friends of Adel's uh, were closing down an escape room, and they invited us to come and be the last people to ever do the escape room. Anne and Chris Lukeman, friends of the yes. show. Yeah. Friends of the show. So this is at CU Adventures. <laughs> They were closing down this horror room and they invited us to come wear recorders, do like an audio walkthrough of the room, which we did and we recorded. And at one point in this escape room, which I don't mind spoiling because the room is closed down, there was a ball pit and Adel got in that ball pit, which I don't think you were necessarily nope, needed to do. I think you just not. needed to grab some bones out of it. I see and a then, ball pit, I jump in the ball pit. <laughs> this adult man got stuck in the ball pit and <laughs> could not get out of the ball pit. Legitimately and he had already. He had already done the room before, so we thought he was messing with us, and he kept calling us to help him, 
And I kept saying, I'm not going to help him. And finally, Aaron did go and help him after he was legit stuck in that ball pit for a while. I was in a rage because I I'm ter- I was terrified from the jump. So scared. No one told me it was going to be a horror room. So I'm already so unhappy. And then Adel gets to, I have like, I have to go into this ball pit with bones in it to save my friend. Not worth it. <laughs> not worth it. I was so scared. In my defense, JPC said we found an adult man in the ball pit. I'm an adult man in name only. Mentally, (laughs) I am a child. In my brain and in my heart, I'm a child. That audio cracks me up every time I hear it because JPC is still barreling forward trying to solve the the room on the audio. He's like, well, hmm, I wonder if this puzzle goes here. And I'm like, Adol, just get up, please. That was a deep, deep ball pit, and I don't think those bones were fake. I think those were from yeah, previous... Yeah, you were really stuck. Uh, yeah. It was really scary. <laughs> <laughs> Bad uh, Fantastic escape rooms, though. Anna and Chris yeah. put on fantastic escape rooms. Great rooms. <laughs> 